This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Prime Spark, the podcast that brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. The second women's revolution is here, and it is time for us to fuel a spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Now, here is your host for Prime Spark, Sarah Hart. Hi, and welcome to Prime Spark. I'm Sarah Hart, and I'm so happy you're here with us. Prime Spark is designed for women over 55 or close, with a goal to help us all live our happiest, most fulfilling, and productive lives now and in the future. The mission of Prime Spark is to change the way our society sees and treats older women. That's a big mission, which means we need to get going and we all need to be involved. Today, I have the great pleasure of speaking with Katerina Rando, a woman whose work I greatly admire. Katerina Rando is a best-selling author, author, sought-after speaker, and women's business mentor extraordinaire, who passionately serves women leaders on a mission. Her over 20 years of educating and empowering audience as groups makes her truly masterful at providing a ton of value. She shows women how to be loud and proud about the value they bring in order to serve more people and make businesses thrive. Her books include Learn to Think Differently from Watkins Publishing, released in over 13 countries and several languages. A Woman's Guide to Starting a Giving Circle, and her latest book, The ABCs of Public Speaking, which quickly hit number one on four Amazon bestseller categories. Katerina also is the founder of the Thriving Women in Business Center in San Francisco, a place for women to gather and host workshops. Plus, she started Thriving Women in Business Giving, which raises money for women and girls' education and entrepreneurship training. You can find out more, because there's a lot more to find out, at katerinarando.com. Welcome, Katerina. I'm so happy you're here. Sarah, you know I am blessing to be with you. Me too. So you have had the most wonderful entrepreneurial career. How did that get started? My first business was I owned a cafe and catering business. And really the way I got into that was my sister opened a cafe. And then after some years, she decided that she didn't want to be in that business anymore. So I took it over with the other lady that was running it with her. And bing, bing, I became an entrepreneur. Well, after a while, I realized that I loved the business part of it. I loved the people part of it. I just didn't love wearing tomato sauce (laughs) and chopping vegetables all day. And I was trying to figure out what's my thing. What is my thing I want to do with my life? 
And then one day this lady came in my cafe and she thanked me for some business advice that I had given her. She was so radiant and, and um, happy and her gratitude literally touched my heart. I felt a pang of bliss in the middle of my chest. And I thought, this is what I want to do with my life. And I sold my cafe and I opened my coaching business. I make it sound so quick and easy. It wasn't quite that quick and easy, but I had a coach at the time and she thought that I would be a good coach. And so I went for it. Now, I remember you telling a story once about starting everything at your kitchen table. Yes, that's where it all starts. It was probably my dining room table, Sarah, um, because I, re- I because I remember my first group that I led was three gals and a flip chart around my dining room table. And, you know, we don't even need a flip chart really anymore. We don't even need a dining room table anymore. Zoom is fine for running groups. And the reason I did that was because Becky Golden, who went to college with me, we were both getting our master's degree in counseling psychology at the same time. She would say to me, Katerina, you always talk about success. You know all about goal setting. And why don't you get us all together and and we'll do it together. And I thought, bing, bing, there's my first group program. And, And that's when we did it. And that's how we did it. And the thing was, I had never run a group program you know, but you, you, you learn on the go, as you know, Sarah, you learn on the go and the more you do it, the better you get. That's absolutely right. And thank goodness for Effie Goldman. (laughs) Becky Golden, Becky Golden. Golden. And you know what, Sarah, I need to look her up on Facebook. I don't even know where she is today. Oh, that would be fun to find her. I wonder if she has any idea what you and your business have become. I wonder. I don't know. I have That's to ask. really fun to think about. Yeah, it is. What are some of the major hurdles you faced along the way? I mean, a lot of women now are wanting to start businesses. And yeah, and I think that's great. And it takes some doing. Yeah, it takes some doing. And as you know, you know, there's limiting beliefs that we each have. And there's society's idea of what we should be doing or not doing. I like to say I'm going to be doing my thing as long as I'm above ground. I do cannot imagine a day that I would not want to be uplifting the lives of other women through my work. I mean, you know, what am I going to do? Go sip a go sip an umbrella beverage. That's going to be good for about five minutes once every blue moon, right? And you know me, Sarah, even when I go on a cruise, I like to take a group of ladies with me so we can all uplift each other at the same time. Um, So hurdles, there's lots of hurdles and, you know, I've encountered personal hurdles where um, I've had people take money from my business. I've had the hurdles of uh, people on my team who, we're not doing what they said they were doing. I mean, life, life and business gives you a lot of hurdles, Sarah, but it doesn't matter because if you're a woman on a mission, you take your discouragement, you take your, your disappointment, you take the, the things where you wish you didn't do it and you turn it into a determination. You know, I am determined and I, I actually know I'm determined because 
those hurdles are what has caused me to prove to myself that I'm determined. And I would say that that's part of what women need to cultivate to be successful because life and business, you're going to have a challenge du jour. And it's not about the challenge. It's about what do you do with it? Now, of course, there's things that take people out, you know, cancer, death of a loved one. And I've also seen women go through those and come out stronger on the other side. Yes, I think I think we all have. And that's always um, just amazing to watch that. And women can do it. Yes. So Prime Spark, Prime Spark deals primarily with women over 50, 55. Yes. What? I'm 56. What are, I'm 56. I qualify. <laughs> you just qualify. <laughs> what are some of the things you've discovered that are empowering for women over 50 or 55? Well, Sarah, you know, the thing I love the most is being in community with other like-minded, like-hearted women. Because women wear their hearts on the outside more. You know, there's this idea of wear your heart on your sleeve. I like to wear my heart all over my business. And I like other women that do the same. And being in community with other women with big hearts has significantly uplifted, lifted my life and other women as well. So that's the first thing that I want to encourage any woman of any age, really, but especially as we get older and especially if we are single also, because if you're single, you want to have your business buddies that you hang out with, that you share ideas with, because um, you may not. Now, I, I don't necessarily think it's good to bounce business ideas off your spouse anyway, because they always wanted to tell you how to do it. And that's my, that's my personal experience anyway. And it's more, more uh, fun to talk with your business girlfriends about it, to get ideas, share ideas, to collaborate, to connect, to try things together, to share ideas. So that's the first thing that I encourage any woman in business, especially in the prime spark age to be in a community of amazing women like you. And here's the other thing, Sarah, just like if you want to, if you want to slim down and you want to get a walking buddy, you want to get a walking buddy who's more motivated than you to get out there and walk. And it's the same thing in business. You want to be with ladies that are more motivated than you, that are more determined than you, that are more in action than you, because as a result, some of that will absolutely rub off on you as well. I love that comparison because you don't, that's exactly right. You don't want a walking buddy who's likely to say, I don't really want to go today. Do you? Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. You don't want to be, be the one that's trying to get her out there. You want her to be trying to get you out there. That's exactly right. Yeah. So in all the things you've done, Katarina, you must have had lots of satisfactions. Or do any instances stand out for you in particular? Oh, absolutely. Well, the thing that warms my heart the most is when I meet a woman and she's shy and insecure about her business and, and insecure about her ability to do her thing and get out there. And then, 
you know, we work together for a year or two or three, and then I see her starting her own community. I see her being loud and proud. I see her, you know, my friend Shea, who's in Sacramento. I remember when she wanted to be a coach. Well, today she's got her own center. She's certifying coaches. You know, she's a queen of empowerment. I mean, that is the biggest gift of my life is working with women and watching them have massive impact through their work. And then there's been other moments, you know, uh, it's been 25 years since I spoke in Venice, Italy at the International Congress of Business and Professional Women. And I met women from all over the world, from 88 countries, Papua New Guinea, Botswana, places I barely even had heard about. And to meet them and break bread with them and talk about life and business with them was truly deeply and wonderfully enriching. And that's why, Sarah, you know, I'm such a big advocate for speaking because speaking can bring you all over the world. It can introduce you to all kinds of people. I've spoken in New Zealand and Acapulco to young careerists. And and that's some of the greatest gifts that my career has given me on a personal level. From all the women you've worked with, Katerina, what have you heard or have you heard anything from colleagues or clients about their experiences in living in the world as an older woman? Well, I guess, I mean, yes, because, and I also put myself in this category now too, you know, I remember when I was always the youngest gal in the room and tonight, today I'm the, you know, the wise, wise woman in the mix. And I find that women of a certain age, I mean, it depends on your business and your market. You know, if you, if your business is business, you may not encounter as much ageism, or if you work only with women, you might not encounter as much sexism, but that doesn't mean that it's not still there. I remember more when I was younger that I would have men say things that were more inappropriate and sexist than I have today experienced ageism, but it doesn't matter, Sarah, because you just keep your party moving. I mean, I mean, it matters in that it impacts us. It matters in that it hurts. But when you're a woman on a mission, you don't let those things get in your way. Because as you've heard me say, there's a lifetime supply of people to serve. So if somebody doesn't want to book you, if somebody doesn't want to hire you, that's okay. There's a lifetime supply of people to serve and you keep your party moving. As, as I do, as I encourage my ladies to do. And you also find new ways to do it. You know, during the pandemic, I started having the all community meetings, inviting everybody to come. Let's talk about what are we going to do? All the ladies started working on Zoom. And as a result, many of my clients had their best year ever at whatever age they are, because they were willing to try something new and it worked very well for them. And that's what I want to say. We can't, we can't pay attention to the naysayers. There's always going to be naysayers. There's always going to be envy too. You know, one of the things, Sarah, that has broken my heart in business is there's been times when I felt uh, envy from someone that I loved and, and was getting criticism from them. And that does hurt 
but you know, that's life, right? Life is not going to be all uh, puppy dogs and roses, you know, (laughs) even though I like to have lots of roses around me, but yes. So do you experience getting older, Katerina? And if you do, what is it like? And if you don't, why not? Well, here's the thing, Sarah, I heard Cher say once on a TV uh, show that she was, you know, um, she didn't like getting older and something like she was going to fight it every step of the way. And I decided that's going to be me. I, I mean, you know me, I like to wear dresses and bling and have my big hair. And I decided I'm going to be one of those stylish older ladies. I told you, I, I like this book called advanced style where all the older ladies look phenomenal in their outfits and that's going to be me. And I am not, I mean, I haven't had any Botox or plastic surgery or anything, but I'm not ruling it out, Sarah. Well, because also, you know, I'm looking for my new boyfriend too. So that's, uh, you know, keeping me there, but it's all, but why do I do it? Why do I wear lipstick and wear dresses and have earring, big earrings and wear aromatherapy. I mean, I'm in my house by myself, Sarah, I'm not doing it for anybody else. I'm doing it for me. And, um, for me, all of these things help me feel good. And it doesn't, you know, maybe I'm looking good. I don't know if I'm looking good, but it helps me feel good. And that's what matters. And it's just like all the self-care things that we talk about, you know, um, it gets extra important as you get older, And I know sleep is the elixir of life. So regardless at any age, a good night's sleep is going to be necessary. And of course, as we get older, it seems to be more important. You look very pretty right now, just by the way. Thank you, you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. So of all the things you've done, what dreams do you have that you haven't realized yet? Other than a new boyfriend. Yes. Okay. Well, you know that my center was my dream for a long time to have my center. And we have, now we have the beautiful center, even though it's been dark since the pandemic. And I've been thinking about that a lot, Sarah, what is my dream? And I would say one of my long-term dreams, and it is a dream because I haven't taken any action on it. And it, it becomes a goal when we start to take action is I do want to have a like a a complex or um, a big building or something where all of these amazing older gals can live together with their partner or if they don't have a partner and we can be in community because I do believe that community keeps you young and engaged and vibrant. And, you know, as long as we're, we're useful and part of you being useful is, is connecting with other people and lifting them up, then we are going to be happy in our lives. So that is one of my dreams for the future. I would also like to go on a world cruise. I am, I'm hopefully going to Italy soon where I'm going to be testing my independent location lifestyle, which means that I can work from anywhere. That is also something I desire. I don't want to be like a, um, you know, a lot of people call themselves digital nomads where they, they, they roam the world with their computer and they do their business. I mean, that's not really what I want. I, but I, because I do like my house in San Francisco, but I do want to be able to go on a nice extended trip 
two or three times a year where I would do some work as well as some travel adventures. Well, and spend time in Italy. Yes. Yes. You know, that's my, that's my next stop. Right. I think that idea of a community for older women is, and, and partners, if they have them, that that's, um, that's really a, a thing whose time is coming. Yes. And so that would be a wonderful uh, thing yes. to be working toward because I think it would be, it's certainly as much needed and it would be very, make many people very happy to have that kind of a place. Yes. And I have other girlfriends that have shared a similar dream with me and there's ladies around the world that are already doing it. You know, there's, uh, I know there's communities in England and other parts of the world and the thing is that, I, I mean, I, I'm single. I live alone, Sarah. And I believe me, I like, I like nobody having their feet up on the, on the uh, dining room, not the dining, what do you call it? N- nobody having their feet on the coffee table, watching golf or, f- or sports for hours on end on my big TV. I definitely like that. <laughs> but some days, you know, it's so nice to, Uh, break bread with people and to be in community as much as you want. And that's why I like everybody, the idea of everybody having their own place, but then you have a community room or a community dining room where you get to go hang out and visit. Yes. I think that sounds absolutely delightful. I, I, I think there are a lot of us who really want our own space Mm-hmm. And also have ready access to shared space with people yes. who love and care about. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Katarina, certainly not anytime soon, but when it is time for you to leave this world, what do you hope your legacy oh will be? Um, well, I've already gotten very started on my legacy, and that is impacting the lives of women and girls, Uh, women and girls on the other side of the world that I'll never meet, that I've had the privilege to uplift through my own philanthropy and the philanthropy activities of my business, where we raise money for charities that support women and girls, education and entrepreneurship. And also all the people I do know that I've had the privilege to impact through my work to support them, to uplift lives through their own work. That really is my big legacy, you know, um, but maybe it will change when I get a lot older. My, my mother who's 89, she's a bit of a benefactor for the town in Italy where her father was born. And she's, Hmm. yeah, she's restored. uh, She's restored frescoes in the church and she's restored one of the chapels where there was, a, supposedly a miracle and she's uh, had built a library in the in the the local elementary school because her cousin used to be a school teacher there and she bought a secondhand um fire engine for the town or no i'm sorry ambulance because they only had one so they only had one so maybe maybe if i have some old lady money i'll do some of those things You know, um, I would love to be more of a philanthropist because it is wonderful to make a a financial contribution and see the impact of that is quite wonderful. So we'll see. We'll see what happens when I get to my my senior years. But, you know, my senior years, 
Sarah, I don't expect that I'm going to have many of them because I'm going to keep doing my thing for as long as I can. And I see that difference. You know, I see my, my dad retired at 55. I think my mom retired at uh, 65 and they, you know, they have so many good years ahead of them. I don't anticipate they were worked for the gut. You know, they were school. My mom was a school teacher. My dad was an engineer. So they had more civil jobs, but as an entrepreneur, I plan to be taking ladies on my retreats, you know, well into my late seventies, if not longer. Yeah. I think that's one of the big differences that we we're seeing now that, um, I don't know how many people have said to me, when are you going to retire? <laughs> and I think, why would I retire? Why would I retire? Right. I'm t- what I'm doing, I love. If I exactly. retired, I would just keep doing it. I can't exactly, exactly. It. And that really is a change. Um, it really, right. it really is a change. Yeah. I heard, I was listening to Richard Leiter this morning speaking, and he was talking about purpose. He talks a lot about purpose. And how it can change over time. Right. So that when we talk about purpose, it's, it's, um, he describes it as being good to think of it as a verb. Mm. Uh, and that, um, you know, are, are we doing our little P purpose every day? And for him, a little P purpose is like uh, growing and giving. Are we growing and giving every day? And as we get older, that can change, you know, right. I, the focus of that. Mm-hmm. But not, but but not the the sense of wanting to do that, right? Right. I like that growing and giving every day. That's beautiful. That's Isn't a good, that good. That's a good intention. And I would say, um, yeah, growing. Okay, I'll I'll buy that. Growing and giving, and I would add uplifting, which I guess can be part of giving, because the more we can use our life to uplift the lives of others. That's and I think it's Einstein that said that's why we're here to help others. That's what I believe. And the more I get to do that, the more I'm blissing in my life and my business. And that's what I think it's all about. I agree. And sometimes I almost wonder, is this selfish? Because it makes me feel so good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it is, so what, Sarah? There's nothing being a little selfish, you know? (laughs) But Katerina, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you or find out more about what you do, how could they do that? Yeah. Uh, obviously I live down the block from a fire station. Okay. You can, you can find me. um, I love Facebook. Send me a direct message on Facebook. I will respond or LinkedIn. I'm also on clubhouse. We have our thriving women in biz club on clubhouse and I love clubhouse. And also you can find me at Katerina rando.com C A T E R I N A R A N D O Katerina rando.com. And don't send me an email. I'm not a fan of email reach out to me through any social media platforms, including Instagram. And I will personally respond And I would love to hear from you. And that's a good advice. Um, Women, if you want to contact Katerina, don't use email. I have had that experience. (laughs) Use anything else. Exactly. Texting, phone call. It's all good. It's all good. And I do want to say, if you go to KaterinaRando.com slash links, we have a lot of free gifts on a lot of business speaking and selling topics. And I would love to support you to grow your fempire. Thank you, Katerina. That's, that's our time today. So 
You who are listening and watching, please join us again. You can find our Prime Spark podcast on every popular outlet. You can find out more about Prime Spark at www.primesparkwomen.com. Thank you so much to my guest, Katerina Rando. And don't forget, you can find her in all the places she mentioned, but maybe you'll remember best right now, katerinarando.com. I encourage you to go there and have a look. There's lots there to see, learn, and take advantage of. So thank you all for being with us. Take care. Spread tolerance and love. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Prime Spark. With each episode, Sarah Hart brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes about remarkable, experienced women, go to EWNpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available at Spotify, Apple Podcast, and most other major podcast sites. The second women's revolution is here, and we hope that you use the insights you've gained here to fuel the spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit Monetize now.com for details. Calling all speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.